Hello and welcome back to Inside Quotes, episode 43. I'm your host, Jeremy, and with me today is my older brother and co-host, Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan? Hey, are you looking for something? I seem to have lost my marbles. Okay, well, uh, let's hope we find your marbles at the end of this episode. Because today, we're reviewing a very special movie. And it's not just special to us, it's actually special to one of our listeners who actually suggested this, Nicole. So she sent us a message, and she was like, yo, you got to cover Hook. Exactly. That's an exact quote. No, it's not, but, you know, <laughs> we're, that's what, she sent me a whole list, actually, and I was like, Hook, that's awesome. We got to do Hook. This is probably one of those movies that I hold to a high regard, yet I've seen it the least amount. Okay, yeah. I can count one time seeing this movie in my entire life. Really? Yet I love it so much. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. I just maybe it's because it's so long. <laughs> it is a long movie. Because <laughs> I forgot how long this movie was. It's like over two and a half hours. I mean, it's over two hours. Two, two twenty, which I is think. not normal for a kids movie. Well, that's the question. Is this a kids movie? But Jeremy, I I agree with you. I I can't say that I've seen this movie a lot. I know I haven't seen this in a very long time, but I do remember we always talk about it. The Holland House. Oh, I had yeah. a phase of watching this movie there. Also, I know if you're an avid listener, you know that we never lived in Holland. I always have to say that. We live on Holland Street in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> it wasn't even a street. It was an avenue. Holland <laughs> Avenue. We've got... What are, the, what are the different house locations? We've got Holland. We've got Oakdale. And we've yeah, got Thicket, Thicket Court. Court. I don't know if we've talked about Thicket Court that much on here. I haven't. I sure haven't because I wasn't old enough to remember it. Yeah. So we we move we would move like every five or six years. And so our our childhoods are kind of interestingly divided up into like different eras based on the house we lived <laughs> Which in. Which house were we in when we got into this trouble? <laughs> and I remember watching this. Uh, when we were at the Holland House, we had we had the movie on VHS. Oh, this mm-hmm. was my pick, by the way. I don't know that I said that. Oh, yeah, this is Jonathan's pick. But yeah, we had this movie on VHS, and we did not have a real case for it, though, I remember. This is one where we had this red, yeah. red slipcover case for the VHS tape, and handwritten on it was Hook in, like, black permanent marker. And so it's like, it's things like that. Could have fooled me. what i mean captain hook is red he's a red character yeah it works and it's like like a child had written it it works maybe i mean it doesn't have the great poster art drawn by drew struzan but you know that's what i remember it's just the solid red case that we had on this tape (laughs) it's it's little things like that that for some reason to stick out to you I, i remember being at the holland house and i went through a period where i was I really liked this movie and I would just kind of rewatch a movie like several times until I, I guess I, until it just got ran into the ground and then I never watch it again. Question. <laughs> where, where is your movie spot in that house? I feel like I'm the only one that understands this, but like what were you uh, facing down on the, that gray carpet, <laughs> the whole movie, or were you sitting back on upside down, with your legs in the air okay. on the blue fuzzy couch. Yes, on the couch. 
And upside down, definitely. Okay. <laughs> Until mom would walk in the room and tell us not to do that because the blood's rushing to our head. And we're going to break our neck, I, which I did hurt my neck one time doing that, but that's because I was jumping and landing. I, I am not a floor sitter. There are people that just like, oh, I like I like to sit on the floor. There are floor people, and they're kind of – I'm okay with them being – okay? Like I, I don't have anything wrong with them unless it's just you and them and like maybe one other person, and there's plenty of couch space yeah. and seating. And then they just like willingly give it up. I don't know. You know what it reminds me of? What? Going to, to school and taking, you know, class photos. I was not the tallest kid in my class ever, but I would mm. never want to be in the front because that's that's the person that has to like sit down on the floor in the front, you know? And I would, I would yeah. try and like move to the back of the line and like try and make it to the outskirts on the edges and be like on my tippy toes and be like, I'm tall enough to be on the back row. Nope. They always, every time <laughs> they'd the always, worst. they'd always single me out. <laughs> And my other friend, Matt, <laughs> they'd pick us <laughs> off the ends and they'd make us sit up front because we were the shortest kids. <laughs> Dude, you don't even know. I was also somewhat short, not really, but I was average enough to not be tall. And I tried my hardest to be in the back. And I might have, but it's one thing getting put in the front because you're short. And it's another thing getting put in the front because you're shorter than the tallest girl in the class. <laughs> this girl was like, 5'2 when we were in third grade. And I was like, did you break a world record or something? Because <laughs> I, all I want to do is stand in the back with my bros. Yeah, you break it up. <laughs> the back row is for the boys. Yeah, I'd always get singled out and uh, pulled up to the front. And I'd have to like sit down on the floor for a class photo every year. And so I just like, no, I, I'm not going to be a floor people. Ooh, no. <laughs> it's not, it's not Especially me. since the cafeteria floor, that blue and white checkerboard. Ice cold floor <laughs> with a little bit of dust. A little traumatic. bit of like dried Papa John's garlic sauce stuck to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you asked me about the living room, what were we talking about? You were in a you were in a phase of watching this movie and we were talking about sitting mm -hmm. upside down on the couch. Yeah, that was just a thing. I guess all kids do it where you just like instead of like sitting on the couch, you just kind of like stand on your head basically on the seat cushion and like balance yourself against the back of the couch we would just it's the cool way to sit just, on the couch we just do that how do we process movies upside down <laughs> we did but yeah i guess we wouldn't be upside down all the I, time i would do that until, until all the blood went to my head and then i then i'd go top side again over. and then i'd sit <laughs> on the couch for a while and then then do it all over again that seems like a very lost boys thing to do you know though it is. You know, those kids, they don't have a, a mom to tell them not to do that. So they, they do what they want when they want. It often never land. There's a, there's a few movies, though, that I, I definitely remember having like a phase with. And uh, yeah. this is definitely one of them. I remember having a phase. But I can't say, I, I don't know if I've, I may have seen this once at Oakdale. I don't think I've seen okay. this in over 10 years. Probably longer. It's probably been the longest I've gone without seeing a movie. So it was pretty much watching it brand new again. I mean, I, I knew, I remembered some things. So this was a good. And I forgot about a lot of things that we'll get into <laughs> later. But uh, I, I agree. And you know what? This, what, rewatching this movie, it was, it, it felt very much like, you know, like remembering Neverland. Yeah. I don't know. I watched it at a very, a lot at a certain time in my life. And so a lot of the movie is just visually like pretty interesting. 
like a lot of the scenes mm-hmm. I just like, Oh man, I've, I forgot about this scene, but I've had this like imprinted in my mind for like a long time, yeah. you know, like the, like the nursery room at the, at Wendy's granny, Wendy's house and stuff. Yeah. And just like the lighting in that room and everything. It's just like, Oh man, I forgot about <laughs> this, you know? Yeah. So it was, it was almost like I'd forgotten about it. Just like Peter. And I was coming back to it after all this time, trying to remember it. And it was, it was, it was interesting that's to rewatch. Why we haven't watched it in this long. Cause we subconsciously tried to be, a lost boy or just be never landing in nights. I don't know. Cause I completely forgot about this movie and that's a really good comparison. I think it's perfect full circle on why we've come back to this today. Here, here are my, here are my memories though about this movie. Um, okay. I remember captain hook legitimately scaring me as a kid. He's scary though, dude. Like I thought he was a terrifying like villain. Not so much anymore. He's just kind of goofy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically, like the scene with the boo box, where they put the mm-hmm. pirate in that they lock they lock the pirate up in that box and then put the scorpions in there. I was like, that is <laughs> intense, man. That that terrified me as a kid. Yeah, especially if you're claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a fun fact that pirate that gets thrown in the uh, in the box. Did you know that's Glenn Close? No, they like dressed her up as a guy pirate. It's like a cameo. Interesting. Well, she has a guy's name, so <laughs> I think there's a few. There's a few cameos in this movie. Um, yeah, when when Peter first gets taken to Neverland by Tink, um, as he's leaving London, there's like this like silhouetted couple on a bridge, like kissing. Apparently, yeah. that is George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. <laughs> what? Yeah. There's no way you could tell it's so far away. Apparently. But apparently they've never been on live television before, but they have been in a major motion picture. Hold up. It's so weird. And Carrie Fisher. <laughs> yeah, Carrie Fisher and George I mean, Lucas. I guess they're the same age. Did they even date? Well, they're no, Why they, are they did, no, they didn't date. And no, they're not the same age. They're not like too far okay. apart, but George Lucas is significantly older. Okay. Well, that's weird, but it's not the weirdest kiss Carrie Fisher's done in the vicinity of George Lucas. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> and you know, the other thing though that I that I remember about this movie, I remember this movie being very sad. Yeah. So, I'll I'll tell you a story. I the first time I watched the movie Up, you know the scene yeah. at the beginning, the sad intro where Carl and Ellie and everything. The only part of the movie that people know talk about that yeah people always talk about like pixar done it to me again and dude that's the only reason sorry i need to go on this rant that is the only reason i think Pix uh, up is overrated the first 10 minutes i could go without it's just a short film <laughs> separated from the film people I mean, it's critical to the film that. though it's important it really is but it's just like when people say up they don't talk about anything but the first movie mm. And that makes me mad because well, that's a great movie. Anyways, moving on. The first time I saw up, I saw that scene that was like that intro scene. We all know that the kind of the silhouette, they're walking up the hill and Ellie can't make it up the hill anymore. That sort of thing. It mm. reminded me of the scene in this movie where Peter's remembering what happened to him as a kid. And like his mom is talking, yeah. his mom is talking to some woman at the park. And all of a sudden his like carriage 
just starts rolling down a hill away from them, <laughs> never to be found again. And it's all of a sudden, kind of he just like though. gets knocked out of the carriage, and he's just like a little baby crying on the ground yeah. in the rain. As a kid, I thought that was the saddest thing ever. Like, I, like I got teary eyed as a kid watching that. Like to me, that is sadder than the up scene. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but it's kind of funny now. <laughs> <laughs> like rewatching it, it's not. I can't say that. Anyway. For some reason, I always paired those two scenes in my mind. And I just like, oh, I just thought this was like such a sad movie because of it. <laughs> He's like an orphan and he, he gets taken to Neverland and never grows up until he does. Spoiler alert. The whole uh, <laughs> premise of this movie is what if Peter Pan grew up? Yeah. Um, the other thing, though, that I wanted to mention was this movie. I saw it before I had, I had never seen Peter Pan. Yeah, I was just gonna say, did do you ever watch Peter Pan as a kid? I away from me because I I I watched it. I've probably seen Peter Pan more, um, but I never chose to watch it, and I don't know why because I love pirates. I know that I had seen it. I saw it at one point in my childhood, but I mm-hmm. barely even remembered it. So much so that I rewatched it this week before I watched Hook. <laughs> Because I wanted to catch any references to the to the two and all that, um, yeah. But I think watching Hook just like really confused me about what the Peter Pan story was. Like I, I, I just didn't understand like the Neverland and and stuff. I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is like supposed to be a sequel to it. I, I think it just kind of made Peter Pan confusing for me as an adult watching that. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. this is this is weird. I have a lot of questions about how this like traveling back and forth to Neverland works. Why is it Robin Williams voicing Peter Pan? Yes, in the in the nineteen fifties movie, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like it kind of confused me. I, when I rewatched Peter Pan, I I was kind of expecting like him to grow up at the end of the movie. And it's not about him growing up, it's about Wendy growing up. <laughs> Yeah. All I remembered was like, oh, there's a Captain Hook and there's this crocodile chasing him around with a clock stuck in its belly. And so weird. So weird. Honestly, the movie is kind of weird. Like, I don't know that it's necessarily like a Disney classic or anything like that. It it is, though, I guess. (laughs) That might be a hot take. It's the first like male lead Disney movie, I'm sure. Right? Because Snow White. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and then Alice in Wonderland. I think that's there's only a couple before that. Jungle Book was in the '60s, so they were all like princess movies and stuff. Yeah, hmm. For, uh, maybe I'm missing something. If I miss something, let us know. <laughs> yeah, my my like classic Disney animated movies knowledge is severely lacking. So that's mm-hmm. kind of why I wanted to like give this a, a rewatch before before I watched Hook, and I was glad I did because there was some there was some uh, there was some good references and like nods to it. Some of the dialogue that I that I caught on that I never would have I never really uh, would have picked up on. Peter Pan really likes the calling Hook a codfish in the movie. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> it's like his only insult. There's some creative insults in this movie. Yeah. In, in Hook, not Peter Pan. I had forgotten about that scene. There are some racial slurs in Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah, we won't, won't get into that. Not not creative insults. <laughs> There's some 
there's definitely a warning when you rewatch this on Disney Plus of cultural insensitivity. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't really remember a lot about this movie, so I forgot about that like dinner table insult scene. I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. kind of goes along with kind of what we've been talking about with like, like what we've been talking about movies like Sandlot and like Little Rascals with like kids that have like these just like nice creative insults. Not really nice, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Very alliterative, creative <laughs> insults. Like it's just a lost art. So I was like, okay, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's something about these '90s movies that have the, always have a classic scene of like kids like having a, a standoff with who can come up with the best insults, and, and I love it. In your face, camel cake. In your rear, cow derriere. Lion, crying, spying, prying, ultra pig. You loot, crude, rude, bag of peach, food, food, dude. So with Hook, it was directed by Steven Spielberg. And I think it's pretty well documented that he wasn't that pleased with it, the final result. When people talk yeah. about his movies, Hook is like kind of considered like a misstep for him. Although he goes really? on like okay. the next year to do like Jurassic Park. So, but, um, you know, he, he gets he gets back in, in the good graces of Hollywood. But I mean, the movie made a lot of money, but critically, well, it's, yeah. it has like a 29 percent. It does not have good reviews. So okay, so there's some things visually. <laughs> there's something visually in this movie that are really good, mm-hmm. and there's some that that have aged pretty well. But I would say like forty percent of it doesn't age well. <laughs> yeah, like some of the effects, like the flying scene at the end when he figures out how to fly. On a green screen treadmill, <laughs> yeah. Face the, down. the uh, like the composite, the matte paintings and the compositing and stuff for the flying scenes. Yeah, that, that that doesn't look very good. Um, interesting. A lot, a lot of the, a lot of it though was like huge sets built on a soundstage. Like pretty much all of Neverland yeah. was like, with like the ship and all of that, the town area. I really liked that. I was really all liked like all of that a soundstage? Yeah. Because it was all super small and compact. Uh-huh. And I think that's helpful for the imagination. Because mm-hmm. then it makes it look so much more vast with the amount of people there. And how, makes the world seem bigger, yet it also feels like their own world. That's one thing that stressed me out about this particular movie, Hook. Mm-hmm. Is that there are so many people in this movie and it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> like crowded there's yeah. crowds there's a lot the of good pirates. guys too many kids there's too many pirates there's too many lost boys it's it makes me anxious to see <laughs> all these people if you're part of the crowd your only job is to enhance and emphasize the main character, whether it be Hook or the main character of your side, whether it be Peter Pan or Hook, mm-hmm. they're they're not none of them really stand out as individual characters. It's all like mobs, except for maybe some of the Lost Boys. But even then, Rufio, Rufio, the Fire Nation himself. Yeah, that's what I thought. Is it him? Yeah, is that him? Yeah. Okay, that's the guy from Avatar. Uh, Prince Zuko. Yep, from Avatar. I always remember him as a kid, like being very, like a very distinct character. I remember like, yeah, 
maybe maybe even scared of him a little bit too because he was like <laughs> he was like not not quite on the same level as hook but you know like before he like you know becomes friends with with peter and stuff he's like challenging him and all this and i was like man this guy might get the best of him mm-hmm. and spoiler alert he gets run through the heart with a sword later on in this movie <laughs> he done got dead dude <laughs> i really like the beginning and you're talking about like visually what the movie does interestingly i noticed maybe it's pretty over you know but i noticed they do a lot of stuff with shadows in the movie like yes. it's very weird lighting interesting lighting to enhance like people's shadows which is a part of peter pan yeah. and his shadow but like there's yeah. one specific scene that is interesting where they're in the house in london and peter's on the phone and the kids are like playing in the room and you see like the the camera is kind of like zooming in on peter a little bit but in the background you see like the like the shadow of his son jack like getting bigger and mm-hmm. bigger and larger and larger until it like fills up the entire wall and it's just this huge thing it's like that's i don't know that that's pretty cool it was pretty neat yeah it it took me out when he was fighting hook and they focused on the shadows of on the side of the ship but then i was like okay where's that light coming from the bottom (laughs) yeah and i was like nah but i don't know it's neverland well neverland has if you noticed in one of the shots there's like three moons or something or three suns or something so it's the perfect place to have a shadow that's all i'm saying i don't know i've never been there so (laughs) i i want to talk about this though um okay I'm confused about, and this is me like looking into things like way too deeply. Okay. But who can, who can come and go from Neverland? Like, I'm very confused. Like, I guess Tinkerbell can. Tink. So you, but you have to have, that's it. You have to have fairy dust to travel between the two. So, but the whole setup of this movie is Hook has come to, the real world and kidnapped his kids. Yes. It doesn't explain how he does that. It's just that he's been planning his revenge for, for years or something. Tinkerbell. Okay. Tinkerbell was on their, the good side on in this movie, but half of the movie of Peter Pan, I did not expect her to be against Peter Pan. Yeah. She's jealous of Wendy and she sells him out. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that love story at all in any of the movies no it's it's weird all all the love stories are weird what are you talking about peter pan (laughs) wendy and peter pan the only way that would have been normal is if he left when he needed to leave (laughs) yeah then he visited gwyneth paltrow yeah yeah which took me for a surprise took me for a surprise um and then the third time it's just maggie smith i'm like whoa (laughs) you're old also, he, <laughs> but he's like still in love with her, so it's like sort of like Captain America ish. He's not in love with her; she's in love with him. You don't even remember her. <laughs> he was at the beginning when he kept on visiting her. So well, then yeah, he was originally... like, "Okay, I guess I'll go for your granddaughter then." Yeah, I guess I'll give her a kiss. <laughs> and then he marries her. Yeah. Just... And then I guess he just forgets, and then she has to say, 40 years later, 
that they had a history. Yeah, that's it. It's convoluted. It's really weird. It's weird. Tinkerbell. Really weird. Yeah. I guess I haven't really thought about Tinkerbell's character that much. I don't enjoy Julia Roberts <laughs> being Tinkerbell. I don't enjoy a human being being tiny. <laughs> the way they did this, I I guess I'm just used to like CGI nowadays, but Oh, I stood up with my jaw dropped when I saw this because I completely forgot that that's how they did Tinkerbell. I was like, oh, I bet it's going to be some wacky cartoon mm-hmm. that it's not going to look look good. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's not, but it also doesn't look good. <laughs> Tinkerbell also didn't talk in the first, in the in original Peter Pan. And I was like, okay, you're a little too sassier than I remember. So, well, you're not going to hire Julia Roberts and not give her any lines. So. I know, yeah, but, that's true. Yeah, it ended up working fine until the end, where she said, "I'm in love with you," and then she kissed him. Yeah, that, that's just weird, man. <laughs> kissed a married man, and like all these, all these girls are like after Peter, and I'm just like the mermaid scene where they all made out with him underwater. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I think they were trying to give him air. That's, Forgot about that. I think that was the under the guise of giving him oxygen. But sure, look, I love Robin Williams, but like he's not like you know. <laughs> <laughs> a-list like hunk actor you know what i mean like i don't know why hey, every girl is adam sandler okay that's true that's true <laughs> every, every girl is after after robin williams in this movie and it's i had some other questions though about like the movie does this it just does some like weird things where i don't know if it's trying to be clever or if it's just inconsistent so at the end of the movie whenever peter wakes up next to the lamppost outside like he sees that guy cleaning up and it's it's Mr. Smee. But it's not Mr. Smee. It's the same actor like playing someone in the real world. Yeah. And so that's confusing. Also, the um when they're in the plane flying to London at the beginning of the movie, the captain that's speaking in that scene, it's Dustin Hoffman's yeah. voice. Like it's Is supposed it really? it's supposed okay. to be Hook. And it's not supposed huh. to be an overt thing. Do these characters have like doppelgangers in the real world or are they traveling back and forth and how are they doing that? And that's why I just get really confused. <laughs> and, um, and like with the Lost Boys, it I just have so many questions. <laughs> like, is Peter's story unique where like he was lost as a kid and magically taken to Neverland? Like, is this what happened to all these other Lost Boys or are these people from like were they born in neverland without parents or anything are they figments of the imagination or are they kidnapped kids yeah like (laughs) that forgot their parents no no they they are they are they nobody's born in neverland but what about hook i mean that that was my question i don't know there's which characters are were born in neverland and which ones traveled there is peter the only one that came from traveled the real world no, the Lost Boys traveled there because I remember in the first movie, I keep this, I'm treating this like a sequel. Yeah. Okay. In the first movie, uh, they're talking about mothers, and one of the the the, the chubby kid, what's his name? Isn't like Thud or something? Thud. <laughs> yeah. Thud says recalls like I remember having a mother once. Yeah. Yeah. 
along those same lines, I was interested in like, I feel like just like the whole concept of like Neverland could be like explored a lot more. And maybe it is. I know there's like a Peter Pan and Wendy book. I don't know if there's other books, but like I was just comparing Mm -hmm. it in my mind to like Narnia, like a place where you can go travel back and forth and stuff. But yeah, I really don't know what like other stories there are in Neverland and what the point of it is. It just all it seems like is just kind of this this like wooded area. It's an island surrounded by water with a pirate ship and Captain Hook's there all the time. I mean, that's it, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know what else is there. I don't think they were going for world building yeah. at the time of the invention of Peter Pan. Although Peter Pan wasn't originally Disney. It was like an actual story. Right. So. Yeah. And this isn't and Hook isn't even a Disney movie. I feel like the world of like Neverland could be like fleshed out more and it could be like a world building thing and they could do interesting movies mm-hmm. and kind of have it more like a like a kind of like a Narnia type situation. But I don't know. This doesn't quite go for that. And that, it's not really trying to be that. That's where I, what I hinted at earlier was like, is this a kid's movie or is this like a, it almost seems like a movie for adults that have like become jaded, you know, and overworked and, yeah. and workaholics. Yeah. And it's, so it's more Williams. like steered towards like the adult to like try and rediscover that kid. And that was yeah. the aspect of the movie I was looking forward to watching as an adult. Uh, Robin Williams is really good at playing like the overworked dad whose job takes over his life. Can I give you a hot take? RV. (laughs) What? Robin Williams better in the first half than the second half. I like his portrayal Uh, way more, way more fully, way more than when he is actually like Peter Pan. Cause you don't see him as Peter Pan. You see him as Peter. Cause he's doing a serious Uh, role. He's, when you get to the end, it's like, oh, they hired Robin Williams to be Peter Pan. But spoiler alert, you waited two hours into the movie to make him Peter Pan. And now he has eyeliner <laughs> and tights. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I guess I just enjoy his like dramatic acting in this movie more than I do his comedic acting. Oh, that... Yeah. When are you going to grow up and stop acting like a child? <laughs> I am a child. Yeah. Like, uh, especially when he snapped at, at his kids when yeah. he was on the phone. That was crazy. That was, that was, that was, that one actually scared me. And I was like, <laughs> the the way he just like immediately apologizes, I'm sorry. Yeah. But you know, we keep talking about Peter Pan and the movie is called Hook. What do you think of Dustin Hoffman? <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> I hate his eyebrows. I was noticing his teeth. He's got some fake teeth in yeah i hope they're fake teeth i hope those aren't his real chompers i don't know uh, dustin hoffman did a really good job yeah i agree yeah just I, as a kid I, I just remember him legitimately scaring me and rewatching it yeah i was just like oh he's it's kind of goofy it's kind of a weird portrayal and then he's like there's this weird scene where he's like suicidal that was that was out of place that was weird yeah. and there's there's not really like a payoff for that later other than they it's that that's the scene where mr smee gives him the idea to try and like become a dad to jack and try and win over peter's son which i did not like that that's that's what i i remember about the movie i remember that aspect i remember it being about fathers and and sons and Mm -hmm. and uh kind of resenting 
your father because they like ignored him, didn't go to his baseball game. He sent some like intern from his office to videotape the game. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, the girl didn't care because Peter came to came to the play at the beginning, but he was also on the phone the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Put yourself in Peter's shoes. Imagine being Peter Pan and seeing your daughter in a play of Peter Pan and not knowing that a little nine-year-old girl is portraying your life that you have no idea that is about you. About you and your That's insane adopted to me. grandma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the movie is like really meta in that sense. Jonathan, I think right now is a perfect time to talk about our sponsor of the show. Baseball gloves. Good for playing baseball, catching things, taking things out of the oven, and hitting your sister with it. <laughs> Whatever. This baseball mitt can be all yours for three easy payments of $29.95. And if you use the promo code inside quotes, we'll throw in a free ball. A baseball that when you hit it in the air, it stays in the air for hours. And then it comes back down and hits you in the head. Just like in this movie. It's actually a replica. <laughs> now, uh, listeners, if you're going to be playing baseball, you have to play by Jack's rules, not by Hook's rules. Because those pirates... No shooting anybody if shoot they steal people. fourth. <laughs> Did I say fourth? I don't know what you said. No shooting anybody if they steal second. Yeah. You think it's going to be like a fun, fun, happy-go-lucky movie, and then they're shoving this pirate into a box with scorpions in it? <laughs> Yeah. They're like just randomly yeah. shooting this person trying to steal a base while playing baseball. You know, it's just I I okay. I stuff. will say for <laughs> that was a good joke. Um so when when the guy when the pirate gets shot in the baseball game, it just made me think about like how expendable pirates are yeah. in movies. Yeah. Like <laughs> like especially the one at the beginning, like when he first gets to Neverland and he asks for his kid, he's like, draw your weapon. And then he pulls out his checkbook and he shoots through the checkbook yeah. and kills the pirate. I was dying at that. That was funny. Was like, that was funny. Man, pirates are so expendable just well, for the joke. There's and so I'm many. here for it. <laughs> it's like slapstick, but only geared towards pirates. Like you can't do that for anybody else. <laughs> so I, I wanted to ask you though, um, when I did a search for Hook earlier, it pulled up like other Peter Pan related movies. Have you seen yeah. have you seen um the the 2003 movie Peter Pan with Jeremy Sumter? I have. I've never have. seen that. Uh we watched it in school one time. Yeah. Yeah, there's not one Peter Pan movie that has aged well. <laughs> that exists <laughs> so there's one from let me put it that way there's one from 2015 just called pan i remember when that one came out but i didn't see didn't it. watch that that doesn't look good went... no the wild card though that came up that i we have seen it's not it's kind of a different take is uh finding neverland do you remember that movie johnny depp Fred, freddie highmore <gasps> kate winslet oh and it was like more about like the story of like the person that wrote the book. It was like one of those. Oh. Do you remember that? It was like a Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, a yeah. drama. Kind of a family film. Some... I I'm going to have to rewatch that one cuz that I, something is unlocking. 
Yeah, I just I'm remembering. I remember we got it from the library one time and we're like, it wasn't what we expected. <laughs> yeah. But um I was just curious. I, I I do remember when that 2003 movie came out of Peter Pan and I, I just never saw it. But I remember I was kind of interested in it as a kid. And I remember the biggest thing I remember about the trailer all the time is it had that it had that Coldplay song in it, Clocks. <laughs> Every time I saw the trailer, it was like I was listening to Coldplay. That's that was my probably my first Every... introduction to Coldplay was the Peter Pan trailer. Wow. <laughs> wow. In 2003. It's just like the uh, the crocodile goes goes by and he has like an eye home blasting clocks. <laughs> That'd be a fun joke. Uh, Jason Isaacs plays Captain Hook in that movie. He does a better Hook. Lucius. He does. He does. And I'm sorry. In my mind, he does a better Hook. But that's just me talking. If you get offended by that, Man. you have every right to tell me I'm wrong, because I don't I don't remember the last time I've seen that movie either. So <laughs> it's a cult classic to a lot of people. There are people that oh yeah. love love Hook, and uh, don't don't get us wrong. We love Hook too. Yeah, we and and we love it too. Yeah, it's just uh, I I don't understand why anyone would hate on this movie necessarily. Like and just like be that annoyed with it but yeah I, I like i see clips of it on like tiktok all the time like there are fa- a lot of fans yeah. of this movie <laughs> plus it's got a it's got a classic meme in it like whenever uh the lost boys are like trying to find peter and the little one like comes up to him and they're like is he peter they're trying to figure out if it's him or not and he like it's like starts <laughs> like <laughs> messing with his face and he makes him smile it's like oh there you are peter <laughs> <laughs> I see that in memes all the time. Oh, there you are. Papa Dom's old bridge. I'm glad you said that because I was just about to go to the food section of this of this movie. We need to talk about this dinner scene. The non-existent food. <laughs> the bangerangs. The meals are so colorful. Except for the like chicken that doesn't look cooked. But it's colorful <laughs> and dark at the same time. It's not like vibrant. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm just like, I don't know what these foods are. They're like deep red and green and blue and purple. And it's like, is it like fluff. pudding? Marshmallow fluff? Yeah. <laughs> well, Binging with Babbage just did a video covering the food from Hook. Oh, nice. And it's pretty good. <laughs> the imaginary food, those kids are really good. Those kids are really good at fake eating. Yeah. Like the one kid with the corn going. It <laughs> <laughs> was really funny. That was funny. That that's the moment that those kids had to shine. Really, was that scene? They're yeah. fake eating. You're using your imagination, Peter. I also like the fight at the end when Thud just like rolls himself into a ball, and then rolls <laughs> down a ramp and like knocks over a bunch of pirates like bowling pins. <laughs> well, there's enough pirates to do that. That's how he earned himself the spot of like the new leader of the Lost Boys at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just really glad he doesn't voice crack like the original. Oh, yeah. Thud. That was annoying, yeah. The voice acting in the 50s just wasn't good. Yeah. This isn't bashing Peter Pan. It's just, in general, it wasn't that good. All the girls sounded nice and proper, and... Oh, no, I wouldn't dream of doing anything like that. <laughs> um, 
and then all the guys were all harsh. But no, no, Thud's voice cracking and like gut guttural, <laughs> so bad sounding voice crack is so obnoxious. <laughs> also, Smee's like lazy sounding tongue. I don't. I, I can't. It's, I can't do that either. There's list. enough of that. <laughs> you sound like that, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's good at first, but I couldn't do the whole movie of it. Yeah, you just reminded me. I went to Disney World when I was six years old. Disney World, you were a baby. You went there too, but you know how yes. you like you get an autograph book and you have characters sign it. Yeah, you had Smee. I remember, like, I had Mister Smee sign my book. I didn't know who he was. <laughs> <laughs> it was just someone like mom had me like sit in line for. I was just like, it's oh. awkward. I was like, I'm here to get Tigger and Pooh and Piglet. I'm not here for Mr. <laughs> Smee. <laughs> I still, I still uh, have that book. And I'm like, I just remember like, I don't even know who this is. Why? Was Some I just trying to be nice? <laughs> Captain I don't know who this is. So, sorry to that actor, that cast member there that had to sign my book that day and i I, know, I didn't yeah. appreciate it i'm sorry oh, how old was maggie smith in this movie <laughs> oh i was she okay i think they okay. made her look older than she was at the time all right because i i was i had this passing thought that she was like immortal like betty white or something <laughs> or <laughs> doc <laughs> christopher lloyd <laughs> but then i was like oh wait they he was young when he was old yeah, that just messes with people's brains because this is like 10 years before Harry Potter and she looks yeah. like 20 years older than that. Uh, one thing I noticed about after uh, Peter and his wife come back, <laughs> come back from the from the event and the kids have been kidnapped. What one nice touch yeah. I thought was like the hook marks in the wall and stuff clawed into the wall in the house. Yes, I thought that was cool constantly like all the way through i noticed that with up. the door at first i was like oh, that's a cool touch and then i didn't remember that it was all up the staircase and everything but i mean like them getting abducted is it's like this it's like it's it's one of those just go with it moments <laughs> i don't understand how i got here and how we took those kids but we're going with it all of a sudden there's like this green smoke comes in and they start screaming <laughs> and i guess they get taken <laughs> Yeah. Nothing from the scene before indicates like, oh, Hook is behind this, but it's when they come in back into the house and the hook marks are are in the in the wall. Also, I always remembered uh that the the window latch was a hook. And I always thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty neat. No, that's but yeah. The amount of people in this movie just stresses me out. I've already yeah. said I've already said that, but yeah. I, I, I need to say that again. <laughs> yeah, I think parts of the Caribbean like it's learned crowded. it learned from this movie and got the nice the right ratio of pirates yeah <laughs> dude that's not even what stressed me out the most I mean obviously the, the whole poop deck was covered in pirates yeah but the lost boys was would stress me out the most I was like where are these kids parents <laughs> <laughs> obviously they're not there yeah but still there's running around hundreds of them dude they're like Ewoks. That's what they reminded me of. Yeah. <laughs> I should have had Warwick yeah. Davis in this movie. I wonder if he was in this movie. I'm surprised he's not. 
Now, I would have killed to see Warwick Davis play Tinkerbell. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Key, please. <laughs> All you need is some pixie dust. <laughs> That's Grip Hook. <laughs> Key, please. All right, the next Peter Pan uh, reboot. Let's uh, let's petition for Warwick Davis to get hired as Tinkerbell. Um, yes, I'm agreed. putting that out into the ether right <laughs> although, now. Although, although I want just his voice because we're doing CGI for Tinkerbell next time. <laughs> now I want him in the wings and everything. That's like Danny DeVito dressed up in a tutu <laughs> <laughs> vibes. <laughs> One of the main scenes that I remember from this movie, though. Probably maybe the one that sticks out the most, other than that sad scene <laughs> in the carriage as a baby, um, <laughs> is him like remembering. Is I guess it's, it is that same scene, but it's him remembering mm-hmm. his life and like, uh, like learning how to fly and all that stuff. Just the whole like thinking about his life and just remembering everything. That's that's yeah. the part that I remember. And then like the scene where. Uh, with the other Lost Boys, and they're like, "You are the Pan." Like he, it is him. He's back, and they draw the yeah. line, and they all join him. And I remember that quite, quite vividly. Yeah. I remember the baseball game mm-hmm. mostly. I, I do remember. Out that. of anything else, just the baseball game. If I had to choose, and like the beginning of it, mostly, um, not the beginning baseball game, but like the pirate baseball game. The interesting thing is, I I think the beginning is the best part of the movie. It and is. like, but it's also, but that's not what I remembered. I remembered all like the Neverland stuff. <laughs> I yeah. literally did not know how this movie was going to start when I watched it. Like, I did not know how anything was going to happen. I couldn't remember. I'd forgotten. The only thing I really remember is in that world is just being seeing Maggie Smith sitting in a chair as an old lady. I was like, I expected her to be a bigger part. I didn't even remember it was her. No, I remember because I'd seen Harry Potter before I saw this movie. One one thing I, I wanted to ask you, Jeremy, was at the end of the movie, he 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 basically he becomes Peter Pan again. He remembers, mm-hmm. but then like you know, it's just a temporary thing because he's just there to get his kids. Do you, do you think he's gonna like forget again <laughs> after a while? I don't know how I don't know how the forgetting works. I think everyone understood except him. Everyone understood that he was never coming back. And they'd always forget it. He was going to forget again. That's why they didn't want him to leave. You mean the Lost Boys? Um, yeah, yeah, the Lost Boys. I mean, because they, they say he's not going to come back, but is it because he's going to forget, or is it because he's just... Oh, he doesn't have pixie dust. Yeah, and that just gets back to my question as, like, why can't Tinkerbell <laughs> just come back and, and pick him up and hit, give him a ride, you know? Yeah, if if Hook uh, could come back before, I don't know why he can't again. Because it's left ambiguous what happens with Hook at the end of this movie. Yeah, I remember him getting eaten by the croc, not disappearing underneath a croc statue. Yeah, that was I didn't remember that, that made, at all. That was a weird way to die. If he died, if he died, it's just like oh, he's not there, he's gone. I, I again, was that to set up more stories? I don't know. You know, I think the goal of the movie was was just the tagline of like, oh, what if Peter Pan grew up? And that's yeah, that's really all that it's trying to do is trying to 
go with that concept kind of thing and make it as kind of a sequel to the the Disney film. Mm-hmm. But I I'd like to think that he won't he's not going to go back but he's not going to forget. He's not going to forget his, his lost boys. Yeah, especially now that he has his kids to remind him. Well, Jeremy, I uh have a couple quotes at least that I remembered from this movie that I I wanted okay. to say. Anytime I think about Hook, the first thing that comes to my mind is this quote said by my man Rufio, "Looky, looky, I got hooky." <laughs> Looky, looky, I got hooky. I just remembered that. And then I was like, oh man, he's such a chump when he gets stabbed in the chest like two seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said like, oh, I yeah, can't say that because I know. sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, ooh, shouldn't have said that. He jinxed it. <laughs> uh, another quote that stood out to me from the movie that I, I had forgotten about, um, but I want to start using more is, I think I've had an apostrophe. I think I had an epiphany. You mean epiphany? Good old Dunderhead pirates. Uh, I I like the one near the beginning. Obviously, the better part of the movie. Hot take: We like the beginning of the movie more. Um, where he was like, "I've never done drugs because I missed the '60s because I was an accountant." <laughs> I only have one more thing to talk about. Captain Hook is a weird villain to me because. I don't get his revenge. Like his revenge motivation for being a villain is similar to Voldemort's. Mm -hmm. He's just obsessed with killing a 13 year old boy. (laughs) And he can't, he devotes his entire life to doing so instead of just getting over it. I mean, obviously Voldemort has to, because he's cursed and he doesn't want to die, but still like, what is his motivation? What's he going to get? Besides his pride back, whenever he kills Pan. Yeah. Like, people aren't going to look at him any different because obviously he's holding a grudge for 50 years. 50 real years. I don't know how long it's been. And then again, if you look back at it, he's just like, yeah, I really, a 13-year-old boy cut my hand off and then also fed it to a crocodile. Now I want to kill him, and I will hire as many people to do so. And even when he doesn't exist in my world anymore, I will find him, and I will kill him. And he does the same thing with the croc, too, because he yeah. talks about how he got he chased down the crocodile all over the place and found him and killed him. And yeah. uh, that's very reminiscent of, like, Moby Dick or something like that. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then after he gets the crocodile, then that's not enough for him. He's he's got to go find Peter Pan but too. He's also super scared of the crocodile. Mm-hmm. And okay, you get your hand, you get attacked, and a crocodile bites your hand off. Then I'll be scared for a long time, but I won't like. He didn't get it bitten off by it. He was fed an already cut off hand. Yeah. So there's no reason why you should be scared of it. I mean, there's no point of it going to waste. I mean, yeah. It's <laughs> not going to reattach that. Neverland. I do like in the cartoon that, that that's like, <laughs> it's the gator, that's the crocodile's only goal. He liked the taste of Hook so much that he, yeah. <laughs> that's all he does is chase him. It's like he's trolling The them. crocodile's the funniest part of the movie. Like, there's, yeah. there's a scene yeah. where, like, he thinks he's going to get get hooked 
and then like <laughs> Hook gets back onto the ship or something like that, and the crocodile's in the water, and he just like hits the water with his fist, like oh, oh shucks, <laughs> <laughs> I cracked up yeah. at that. <laughs> just the animation was funny. He is a kid that has never grown up, yet he's in. Yeah, he is a grown up in Neverland. Like I don't understand Hook. Yeah, that, in that way. Yeah, I guess kids grow up still. Kid, kids grow up still in Neverland. It's just super slowed down. And my theory is they're so childish that they just become pirates. Yeah, like... Because that's the only job that there is. It's an interesting theory. Yeah, because at the end, like, when Peter and, and Hook are fighting and he, like, knocks his wig off, is that mm-hmm. supposed to be a reveal? Like, oh, he's like an old man, actually. Or is it just that he has no hair? He looks like an old man already. <laughs> I mean, he does. But like that makes him look like like even older. I don't know. Yeah. Like, has he been there You've for like my dignity? Has he been there for like hundreds of years aging slowly? And this Probably is what he's since become? actual pirates were an actual thing. <laughs> I just have so many questions about Probably. how Neverland works <laughs> and all this stuff. I, I don't think we'll get the answers to that. No, it would just be tonight. confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think Jeremy, we can we can wrap it on up. You want to, yeah, head back to London. Second start of the right, straight on till morning. Yeah, let's get back. You fart sniffing bubble butt. <laughs> you paramecium brain. You substitute Oil teacher. Dripping beef fart sniffing bubble butt. <laughs> One of them was like <laughs> substitute chemistry teacher. <laughs> yeah. He Peter said that. Yeah, yeah. In your face, camel cake. In your ear, cow derriere. <laughs> Yo, you lewd, crude, rude bag of pre-chewed dog food, dude. Dude. Well, Jeremy, this has been a fun, fun episode. What's what's next on the agenda for for inside quotes? Okay, so well, I'm. It's my turn next week, and I have been super inspired by watching this Robin Williams movie. And next month is August, and as most of us all know. We're coming up on the seventh anniversary of Robin Williams passing. Um, and I feel like really inspired to watch all of his movies again that we grew up on. So I'm thinking we should do a Robin Williams appreciation month. Month month of August. So next week we'll officially kick it off as Robin Williams appreciation month, even though we sort of kicked it off today. <laughs> Get a little head start on it. Um, but yeah, we've got a whole, we've got a good lineup coming up. Let's just put it that way. And here's a hint for the next, here's a clip from the next movie. Gum gum. Yes. You give me gum gum. I give you gum gum. You do dum dum. You give me gum gum. See, uh, okay. I'm, you know what? I have no gum gum. Sorry. And my name isn't dum dum. My name's Larry. No, your name dum dum. Trouble, dum dum. You better run, run from Attila the Hun Hun. See you later, dum dum. Our show art was done by Bryce Bridgman, and you can find him on Instagram at GroovyBridge. If you haven't followed us on Instagram quite yet, then do that right now. Get on your phone, keep listening to the podcast till the last 30 seconds or so, and Get on Instagram and follow us at Inside Quotes Cast. Do it. If you have any movie suggestions, send us a DM. No, we want to connect with you guys. 
so it's just not like not just us yeah and thanks to nicole for suggesting hook this week if you want yeah. to suggest a movie hit us up on instagram uh, we know you've got one that you want us to cover we just haven't covered yet yeah so our goal is to get to two million followers by the end of next month so <laughs> it, it's, it's a lofty goal it's a lofty goal <laughs> But tell your friends, if you like our show, tell your friends about this show. And we're thinking about starting a little merch store. If you guys are interested in that, let us know. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave us a five-star review. If not, we will cut off your hand and feed it to a crocodile named TikTok. Yes, we will. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed listening to us revisit our childhood just as much as we did. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so that you don't miss out on a future episode. Until then, we'll see you next time on Inside Quotes. So long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs>